awkward moment where we wish we had had the Jeopardy theme music or something. Uh, anybody want to just lead in that? Go ahead. There are people that will do that. That's great. Most of the time people are like, uh, no. Um, some of you are like, I'll just do that. Um, I am Pastor Joe. I am actually the worship pastor here, believe it or not. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm sorry, or you're welcome, one of the two, depending on how well you know me. Uh, pastor Steve, uh, as Pastor Tyler mentioned, is not here this morning, and so he asked me to speak this morning. So for that, I am apologizing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're going to have a good time this morning. Uh, a couple disclaimers. Number one, I tend to speak fast, so if you can't hear me, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm also losing my voice. I woke up on, on Friday morning a little bit sick and not much of a voice, so if I stop speaking and I'm still moving my lips, we're just going to call Pastor Tyler up here and he'll speak for me. So uh, it's going to be a good time. How many people are excited for the season? <laughs> like three people. Uh, everybody's like, ah, it's snowy outside. Um, I have a 45-minute drive down here from where I live, and let me tell you, 94 was not very kind this morning, all kinds of cars in the ditch. So you guys are the MVPs making it through here this morning, and uh, I really, really appreciate you guys being with us this morning. And uh, if you want to give yourself a hand, you can, otherwise that is kind of weird. So if you clap for yourself, that's kind of strange. But, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I'm excited to speak this morning. Uh, Pastor Steve talked really briefly about, hey, I want you to, to speak for us. We're going to kick off a new series. Uh, so why don't you do that? We're going to be talking about gifts. So I want you to really quick, really quick, maybe 30 seconds, turn to your neighbor, and I want you to ask them what is the best gift they've ever received for Christmas. Now, disclaimer, before you answer this, if you're turning to your spouse, I'm delaying right now as so you can think really quick of the best thing they got you, because if it's a gift that somebody else gave you, it's the wrong thing to say, Okay. So make sure you think, if you're turning to your spouse, ask them 30 seconds right here, what is the best gift they've ever gotten? Ready? Go. All right. For some of you, that's probably pretty easy. Some of you are like, oh, man, I remember this one time. I got this, and it was amazing. Others are like, I don't even really know. Uh, let me tell you a quick story. When I was a kid, I don't remember how old I was. Uh, I was in a bigger family. I, I guess not like a big family, but a bigger family. We had five kids in our family. Uh, and every year, my mom and dad always had us make a list. Anybody in here, like, you make Christmas lists? Like, they ask you what you want for Christmas. There's a few. Not a whole lot. That's cool. Um, Maybe it's because they had five kids. They're like, oh, we don't know what they want. So just write it down for us. Um, <laughs> so anyways, we, I remember one year specifically, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember one year uh, that me and at least my brothers, I'm not sure if my sisters were in on this or not, but the three of us, me and my two brothers at least, decided that we wanted the same thing. So we kind of went together and we're like, guys, what we're going to do is not put down all the things that you usually put down. I'm always putting down like a four-wheeler and guns and all these kinds of stuff. My wife, if she was here, she would say, he still does that. Um, but anyways, so I, we would usually make these lists and stuff like that. And we decided this one year, we're going to go together and we're going to write down a Nintendo. Now, kids, if you're like younger than I am, there's these little square controllers, <laughs> the original Nintendo, and not this little tiny square thing that you buy now and plug in the HDMI. HDMI wasn't even like a thought at this point in time, but we wanted a Nintendo so bad. Duck Hunter, and what's all the other ones? The Mario game, 
Uh, yeah, Tech Mobile, the whole works. Like that was like the top. We wanted that, so we all decided we're just gonna put that on our list, and we're not gonna put anything else. That way, mom and dad have to buy it for us, right? And all the parents were like, huh, what? Um, so I remember doing that, and I remember that year at Christmas, we're opening all these gifts, and there's one gift left under the tree, and I don't remember who opened it, but I remember it was addressed to like Lem Paris kids or whoever it was, and I remember as it was opened up, it was not a Nintendo. It was a Super Nintendo, you guys. The Super Nintendo came out. And I remember that day and the rest of the next month or two or three, we played Donkey Kong Country nonstop. How many people know what I'm talking about? There's like four people that are old enough to remember this. <laughs> but anyways, I remember this is a cool gift. I remember that year. It was a lot of fun. Um, but gifts are fun, right? Um, now I've got... My, my wife is not here this morning. Like I said, we have got a bit of a drive, and so with the roads, she didn't come this morning. But got a beautiful wife and three beautiful kids. And one of the things that we've been teaching them as they get older and they've got birthday parties and, and Christmas gifts and those kind of things is when you get a gift, that you need to say what? Say thank you. Absolutely. We just had Thanksgiving a couple days back. Uh, I, okay. I get distracted easy, so I'm sorry. I need to ask, Okay. How many people, like, love pie? Raise your hand if you love pie. We just had Thanksgiving. Okay, that's good. How many people love, like, French silk pie? Some people. How many people on Thanksgiving eat pumpkin pie? I want to pray for you guys. Can I, just, can I just say something? This has nothing to do with the Bible. But you choose to eat pumpkin? Like, there's, no, no, there's, there's chocolate pie, there's coconut cream, there's fruit pies, there's pecans, just all these things that you choose pumpkin. Like, I'm just, I'm going to pray for you guys. Lord, we need you this morning uh, to fix our taste buds in here. Um, I'm sorry. Some people are going to get up and walk out. They hate my guts already. Uh, but pumpkin, ugh. Anyways, <laughs> or he's like, just just talk. Say something else. Okay. Uh, but anyways, <clears throat> uh, it, we, we just celebrated Thanksgiving. It's important to be thankful. We've been teaching our kids that that it's important to, to be thankful. Uh, today we're going to be kicking off this new series, and the series is talking about the gifts uh, of the Christmas season, uh, not talking about necessarily like the best gifts you've gotten. Always we covered that. Um, but this morning we're going to talk about the gift of Thanksgiving. And I'm not talking about the actual, like we're not going to talk about the Mayflower and the pilgrims coming over and learning how to farm and that whole, that's a cool story, not for today. We're going to talk about the actual ability that we have in the, in the gift that we have in the ability to give thanks. Kind of an interesting thought because usually you're saying thanks for the gift. You're not thanking for the gift of thanking. That makes sense. It's a little bit kind of strange. We're going to cover that this morning. So let's let's pray together this morning. Father, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be together this morning. And God, I just pray that you'll you'll help me to articulate my words clearly, Lord God, as we just uh, we want to receive from you this morning. And so, Father, I pray that you would just just be with us. Help me this morning. We pray in your name. Amen. <clears throat> I want to start off this morning, although I've started off like three times. I want to start off by saying something that I, I truly love that science reaffirms what God has already said. Anybody ever love that? Like, there are some things with science that's really frustrating. Some things that as Christians, a lot of times Christians take a stance like, oh, science. You know, it's usually science against Christianity and this whole thing. But I really, really love when science reaffirms what God has already said. Anybody else? A couple people. We'll get there. Um, it's okay if you talk. 
If it's okay if you say, yeah, or anything like that. If you stand up and cheer, I might not know what to do at first, but we're okay with it. Um, but anyways, uh, I, I am the worship pastor here, uh, but also throughout the week, I, I own a business, and so I, I run that business. And so a lot of times, I'm listening to podcasts. And uh, just trying to grow as a person, trying to get better and trying to learn new things and that kind of thing. And one of the things that is really prominent, like in the self-help slash success realm, is they talk so much about the importance of gratitude, of giving thanks daily. And you know what I love about that? I, I bring up the science because there's legitimate, like, it's not just to become a better person. It's not just so that you are a, a better friend and you thank more people. It's actually scientific data legitimately says, proves that over time as you practice thankfulness daily, you're actually reprogramming your mind. Did you guys ever hear that before? You're actually reprogramming your mind to be a more positive person, a healthier thinker, and that continues to, like, that changes who you are. I love the fact that God created something in our brain to be able to be reprogrammed by doing good. Isn't that awesome? And science proves this. So the, the, even the world, the science behind it says this in turn leads to benefits in your relationships. You're a more positive person. You can, you know, be a happier person that rubs off on the people around you. And so naturally your relationships grow. Uh, your mental and physical health changes because of your gratitude. Is that incredible or what? Like if you want to be better mentally and physically, like that's a good place to start, right? Uh, even in your business dealings, I started thinking, okay, whatever, now we're pushing it. But they started talking about the fact that, you know what? As you express gratitude and you become a more grateful person, a more thankful person, that rubs off on the people that you deal with, you talk with, and all those kind of things. And that literally changes your life. And we're not talking about just that this morning, though, either. We're talking about the ability to practice Thanksgiving being a gift from God. I see, I love the fact that God gives us a purpose for Thanksgiving, okay? There's so many things like right now that we could be thankful for. I told you my wife, my wife is an absolute rock star, and I know like speakers always say that. They always like, oh, my wife's the best, like, and they may be, but like, hands down, she's probably watching right now. She's probably shared it on Facebook. But my wife is the biggest encourager of my life. She is my partner in crime, even though we don't commit crimes. But she is, she is my go-to, and she, she holds me up when I need help being held up. Uh, she's a, an incredible mom. We have so much to be thankful in our life. And if you took two seconds, and you probably did this maybe back in Thanksgiving, is sat and think about, man, it's, I'm just so blessed as a person. I'm thankful to the Lord for this, this, and this, and this. If you wake up in the morning and you see the sun, sunrise out there, and you just think, man, God, thanks for letting me see this, and, and that kind of thing. We have so much to be thankful for. And, uh, but even, even when it comes down to the ability to give thanks is a gift, the ability that we have. James 1.17 says that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So we know that that in itself is from the Lord, the ability to see our blessings, not just to have the blessings, but to see them for what they are is a gift from God, our ability to know that he is blessing us. Not only does God give us that reason to be thankful, but the ability to be thankful. So today, uh, I don't know how long I'm going to speak. I might get a little bit carried away and talk for a long time. Uh, and again, my voice might go and Tyler might finish this off. But uh, anyways, we're going to break this down a little bit and talk about a few things that Thanksgiving is. And again, not the, the holiday, but Thanksgiving and what that really is. We know a bit about it, but the first thing we're going to talk about is the fact that Thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude. Now, most of you probably think, well, yeah, if we're pulling out the dictionary, that makes sense. It's an expression of gratitude. But can I just tell you really quick is that if we have the expression of gratitude that's not enough, if we say thanks, it's not enough, 
if we're not saying thanks to the person that is worthy of the thanking. Okay? I'm going to back that up a little bit, and I'm going to slow it down and say it again. If we're thanking, it's not enough to just thank, but you need to thank the thing that needs the thanking. Everybody's like, I'm dizzy. This is weird. I don't know what to say. Imagine this, okay? Rewind back to whatever year that was that I got this, this Nintendo, the Super Nintendo for my parents. And imagine we open this box and we're so excited about the Super Nintendo. And I look over to my sister and be like, thanks, sis. Well, she didn't get it for me, right? See, we, we can be thankful. We can be excited about the expression of gratitude. But if we're not thanking the entity that gave the thing that needs thanking for, if we're not giving our thanks directly to the Lord, we're missing something there, correct? We have the opportunity to be thankful, but we offer, offer that thanks back to the Lord because that's where it came from. In Psalms, I do have to say a disclaimer, by the way. Uh, I decided to give our media guy a day off today, so he gets to just relax back there, and there's no slides. It's not because I give him a day off. It's more because I'm pretty inept when it comes to technology, so... Uh, but in Psalms, chapter 107, verse 8 and 9 says, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. He, for he satisfies the thirsty and he fills the hungry with good things. See, every good and perfect gift comes from above. We just talked about that a little while ago. The fact that God gives us things is, is not the only reason to praise him, but we have so much to be thankful for. But if we don't thank him, like the verse starts with, let them give thanks to the Lord. Not just let them give thanks, not let them be just grateful, but let them give thanks to the Lord. If you're not directing that thankfulness back to where it belongs, is it really thankfulness? If somebody gives you a gift and you don't thank them, you're thankful for the gift, but you're not thanking them, are you really grateful? It's an interesting concept to think about because I think most of the time we can be blessed with, you know, right now, I'm so glad that this morning when I woke up, there was still a roof over my head and the heat was still working, you know? Uh, what do I do with that? What do I do with that? Am I just thankful or do I say, thank you, Lord, for the snow not being in my bed with me? You know what I mean? Like, you have to be grateful where it belongs, correct? We have to give that and direct that back to where it needs to go. There's so many things to be thankful for. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, this is one of the things that I, I love to try to model certain things in my life. And I talked about the fact that I own a business, and I do believe that there's an important part of that, like working hard and achieving different things in life. And as you, as you work hard, that you can get to different areas and you can do different things. But Paul talks about this in, in 1 Corinthians 4, says, for who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did not receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? See, we believe that the blessings that we have are directly from the hand of God. Yeah, you may have worked for it. You may have done something to achieve whatever blessing it is, but even those opportunities for you to receive those things come from the hand of God. So our expression of gratitude is not just to be like, I am thankful to be this. I am thankful that God has allowed me to be this. You know, do you see the difference in that? We have to direct our thankfulness, our thanksgiving, back to the source of the blessing. So, Excuse me. See, uh, it, it's easy to, to be thankful for those, those little things. It's easy for, for us to see those things that we have achieved or that we've done or that we have and be thankful for them. But when it comes back down to it, are we directing that the correct way? I'm going to take a little bit of a, of a turn here and, and just talk really br briefly about something. Um, how many people know it's really easy to be thankful for your roof, like last night, today, that whole thing? Other times, it's not as easy to be, be thankful for a roof. Uh, 
if you have hail damage in the middle of summertime, it's not as easy to be thankful for your roof because now you've got cost that, that, you, have to, that you have to deal with, getting it fixed, those kind of things. Um, how many people know it's, I, I was very thankful that my truck has four-wheel drive this morning, okay? Now, when certain things happen to your vehicle, your vehicle breaks down, are you still thankful for that vehicle, Right? That's a, that's a very small glimpse in it, but it's very easy to give thanks back to God when things are good, when things are smooth, and things are going well. But what about when things are tough? Do we still give thanks? Does our thankfulness meter go from here to here just because our day is bad? I don't know that there's actually a thankfulness meter, but, I, you know, it would look kind of like this, I guess. Um, but are we able to have the same attitude of gratitude? See what I did there? The same attitude of gratitude when our life is not going as planned. When things aren't turning out the way that we decided we wanted them to turn out, or when our car breaks down, or when Pastor Steve is snowed in with his Ford, or whatever you want. I've got a Ford too, so I can't say much. But, um, but when it comes down to it, are we able to offer the same thanksgiving back to God in the situations that are difficult? I've got friends right now that are going through some incredibly tough times, and I know directly I've had this conversation with one of them that just... I don't know how to be grateful at this point in time. I called on Thanksgiving, and, and these, these friends are going through such a difficult time right now. I, 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 I can't imagine. But at that point in time, are you able to still say, God, I am so thankful for this. I'm so thankful for this. I, uh, I kind of debated even sharing a little bit about this, but one of the things that... Uh, I'm not a captivating speaker all the time. I'm just going to be really vulnerable for you. But one of the things that I feel I can do is God seems to really pinpoint me on things when, when I'm speaking on something. And as I'm going through, I'm trying to take notes and write things down. It's almost like he just takes something and it's like, it's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. But if I'm going to be completely honest this morning, this is one of the things that I've struggled with a little bit myself. My wife and I have a, have a nine-year-old son that we've been praying for healing for the last two years with his eye. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going with that, and, and, and it's difficult to thank God in situations where you don't see the needle moving. It's difficult to see God when you pray for certain things and you don't see the healing or you don't see the step forward. You don't see what it is that God's doing and how he's moving in that. It's really difficult. So I just want I wanted to be real with you with that this morning because that is our walk with Christ, too. It's not just this easy, like, I'm just going to wake up and I'm going to be thankful. You know, I'm going to open my eyes and say, praise the Lord. There's some mornings where I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But there, the, the thing is that God's goodness is not dependent on your situation or my situation. God's faithfulness does not waver. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and we know that we can trust in him and his faithfulness. So our thankfulness, although difficult in certain situations or more difficult in certain situations, is not dependent on how we feel. We've talked before. I, I know it's been probably a while since I've, I've spoken last, but I think it was the last time I spoke, we talked about how emotions can be a great friend but a horrible, uh, a horrible judge of, uh, of what we should do for decisions. Um, we can feel that we want to be thankful at sometimes, other times we don't want to. But our thankfulness needs to be the same because God's blessings, God's hand, God's goodness, his faithfulness is the same in and out of season. One thing that I want to talk about briefly too is that Jesus even showed gratefulness, showed thanksgiving before his miracles. Um, it always preceded the miracle, the healing or the breakthrough. 
Pastor Steve talked, it was last week or two weeks ago, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get it all together, two weeks ago, I think. He talked about Lazarus. You guys remember that? If you weren't here, he talked about Lazarus, and everybody knows, probably by now, Lazarus was sick, and they sent word to Jesus. Jesus didn't come right away, so, Jesus, or, so Lazarus passed away. Jesus came, and Lazarus has been dead for a while, and he goes to the tomb, and he explained already, this is not going to end in death, this is really cool, but the first thing that he says before he raised Lazarus to dead, from the dead, he says, Father, thank you that you hear me. Jesus even begins miracles with thanksgiving. That's one of the things, too, that really shows that even in a dire situation where he's literally about to raise somebody from the dead, somebody that he loved and cared about, somebody that he didn't want to die, he probably was hurting, hence the fact that he was weeping. But even in that situation, he chose to give thanks. It's a difficult concept for me to understand because in that, in that moment, I don't feel it. And we're such an emotional creature as, as, as human beings that we need to feel something before we react accordingly, right? But the fact that we begin with thanksgiving, we begin with thanksgiving. So again, the first thing is that thanksgiving is an expression of gratitude. The next thing I'm going to move into is thanksgiving is a realization. This one's difficult too. See, Thanksgiving is a realization of what God has done or is going to do. Half of that's kind of easy. Like, it's not always easy. Half of that is easier, I should say, maybe. Half of that, the realizing that what God has done. You know, when you look at your life, maybe, maybe you've got a, an incredible testimony of what God has pulled you from. Maybe you don't have an incredible, maybe it's just like I grew up in the church and one day the Sunday school teacher said, hey, you need to accept Jesus. And he's like, all right, so I did. Maybe you have one of those testimonies. But the thing is that the realization of what God has done is easier than what God is going to do. Thanksgiving is the realization that God is who he is even though he hasn't done it yet. Being able to thank him and have gratitude for who he is rather than just the gifts. Thanksgiving is a realization of what God has done, and what God has done is descriptive of who he is. So when we give thanks, we have that realization, when we live with that realization of his work happening and him moving and him doing and him blessing, whatever that is, when we have a realization of that, it is describing more of who he is. So as you continue to realize what he's done, you're drawing yourself closer to the, the personality of God. You're beginning to, to be revealed to you uh, who he is. And if we've been called to be disciples of Christ, Christ, excuse me, if we've been called to be disciples of Christ, we need to know who he is. And that begins to reveal more of who he is. The life of thanksgiving focuses on his nature instead of what our human mind sees. I love that. That's difficult. But when we can focus kingdom-mindedly on what God is doing, we have that realization of who he is. We, we purposely position ourselves to receive from him. When we do that, excuse me, when we do that, it allows us to see more of what God's doing rather than what our mind's telling us. Again, going back to the emotions of how I feel this morning this, or I feel this, and I wish this, and I don't see how this is going to happen. And we can get so pessimistic. We can get so stuck in our way of what we see happening rather than what God is actually doing. A life of thanksgiving focuses on his nature. God is in complete control, so we can give thanks in every situation. See, a lot of this ties in so much into the trust 
of God and who he is. So we believe that God's in in total control, right? I think if we didn't believe that God was in control, maybe we wouldn't be here. Maybe we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't want to to read the end of the book, you know, of Revelation because we wouldn't really know, is God really going to, is this going to turn out in the end? Are we really going to be serving the the one true king? Or what's going on here? If we didn't trust that he was in complete control, it would be a different lifestyle, wouldn't it? We trust it. We believe it. But a lot of times it's hard to see that. In Philippians 4, 6, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. It's two things with that. It's understanding that he is in control, so we give those things to him. But it specifically describes it that we do that with thanksgiving. And it's not always a, a Lord, thanks for taking this. Thank you so much that I don't have to deal with this anymore. But it is partially that. It's saying, Lord, thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for what I don't see, but I know that you're working in. Thank you for what I'm going to see a victory. And we sang the song, I'm going to see a victory. Thank you for that. I love the fact that we can position ourselves to receive something in the future. God, I don't know how you're going to work it out, but I'm going to thank you right now, beginning with right now my situation. I don't like this, but I'm going to thank you for the future of what you're going to do. I'm thanking you for the fact that you're working. I thank you for the fact that you are doing something, maybe that I can't see, and that's frustrating, but I thank you for what's coming. With Thanksgiving, present your request to God. I might make it, Tyler. I might. We'll see. If I start yodeling, you'll really know. So next one, we talked about Thanksgiving is a realization. The third one is Thanksgiving is a way of life. And again, this is not like the self-help, like you have to like check it off your list of things to do in the morning, like wake up. It's a good thing to do. If you want to do the checklist, go for it, do it. But it's a way of life. Gratitude is, is a personality trait in my mind. Um. But in Psalms chapter 100, verse 4 through 5, it says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. I talked with, this, uh, talked with my worship team about this uh, like a couple months back. And for some reason, God was really speaking to me through this passage that I think our, our stance is, as Christians a lot of time is enter his courts and then thanksgiving shows up. You know what I mean? Like, you, once, once you get in God's presence, then you can start being thankful. But it specifically says in this, in this passage, enter his gates with thanksgiving. You are bringing the thanksgiving. You are bringing that, that gratefulness to God in worship. It's not a go to worship, hang out, hopefully the song's good, and maybe the, the beat's like where I want it to be, and then, all right, now I'm thankful. Yes, it's a good song. It's not that one I've been hearing on the radio 47 times in the last 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of times our human nature is that, like, serve me first and then I'll give you the thanks, God. It's more of a, how can I receive from you, God, first, and then I'll give back the praise that you're deserving. What it is instead is I'm coming to you, God, this morning that I'm just thankful that I opened my eyes this morning. I'm thankful that I have breath in my lungs. I'm thankful that I have this. I thank you, I thank you Lord God, for salvation I, that I still don't understand. I thank you for the fact that you chose me for some reason. I don't get it. I thank you for the fact that you're coming to him with that thanksgiving, and that's the first thing you bring. You walk through the doors, and it's not just walking through these doors. It's waking up in the morning and saying, God, I am coming to you to praise you, but I thank you first and foremost. I am bringing a thankful heart to you this morning. 
We enter with thanksgiving. It's not enter and then be blessed a couple times, and then it's like, all right, now I'm thankful. It's enter and be thankful. See, Paul teaches that thanksgiving isn't conditional. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, it says, give thanks in all circumstances. How many circumstances? All circumstances, not just some, not in the good-feeling circumstances, not when the sun's out and it's 70 degrees, not when the truck's running right, not when the house, you know what I mean? Like, we could, we could list off things all day long, like the best situation we want, not when we're on vacation, not just then, like, oh, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful, you know, whatever it is. It's not just thanking him in those situations, but it's thanking in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. See, Thanksgiving offerings and sacrifices were even a part of early rituals of believers because they realized the importance of doing that on a regular basis, not just because, like, we're feeling it now. Not just, like, you're not just thankful because it's, you know, November 28th and it's Thanksgiving observed. So uh, we better make sure that we write our list. And there's cute little Facebook things like, I'm thankful today for this. I'm thankful today for my pencil that helps me write things. Like, you're thankful because it's who you are. You're thankful because it's your opportunity to give back what little bit of gratitude we can give back to Jesus. We're thankful because of those things. If thanksgiving is a way of life, it puts an emphasis on our need for the attitude of thanksgiving, even during difficult times in life. One of the things that's really been hitting me hard the last couple weeks, I, I, I did talk, I, sorry, I talked to my worship team a bit. Um, but I, I talked to them about this, that God is, really was hitting me one time. I was driving, um, driving to work one morning, and, and uh, I don't know what it was, but just really thankful for some of the things that God's doing in my life. And just really seeing some, some amazing blessing that God is pouring out on me. And, and it's, it's really a cool thing. But at the same time, I'm also in a very difficult time in my life right now. And I, I was just kind of praying through some things, and I, I felt clear as day that the Lord just said, you know, trials and blessing are not mutually exclusive. So many times in our human minds, we think of black and white, and there's no middle ground. And and that's, that's important in some areas. But here's the thing is that just because you're in a time of blessing does not mean that you're not going to have a time of trial. It's not like, oh, wake up and today is a trial or tomorrow is a blessing. What it is is that there's times where both of those things happen. In fact, I would say that more often than not, it is both on a regular basis. There are blessings that continue day in, day out, even throughout those trials. And when you're a person of thanksgiving, that you are approaching God on a daily basis, just, Lord, thank you for that gift of thanksgiving. Thank you that I can come to you and thank you. Thank you for the ability to do that. When you are that person, you begin to see the blessings even in those times of trials. They're harder to see sometimes. Sometimes you have to dig through the, the junk on top of the surface before you can get to it. But they're there. It's difficult. And that's one of the things I was able to share with my friend the other day when I talked to him on the phone. Man, I can't begin to imagine what you're going through right now, but I do know this, is that God is good, God is faithful, and that there are things today that you can be grateful for today. Today is a day of blessing. Today may be a time of trial too, but they're not exclusive. You can't just have one. God works throughout those times of trial. God works and he's blessing you through those kind of things. He's doing a specific work for a specific purpose that we can be thankful for. Knowing that at the end of this, maybe like I said, you were being thankful for what is to come. Maybe we're being thankful for the future thing that we were going to see. But right now, I'm trudging through it. We need to have that attitude of thankfulness throughout that. 
doing a specific work. There's several verses in the Bible that talks through some of this kind of stuff. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 12 talks about this is why, for, right, for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, in insults, and in hardships, and persecutions, and difficulties, for when I am weak, then I am strong. To have that mindset of understanding that when I'm weak, when I am broken down to my very core, I understand that God is doing something anyways, and so I'm going to be grateful in that. So I'm thankful for my weakness because God is doing something. Moving to James chapter 1, 2 and 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. See, what God is doing is he's building us. He's moving us. He's working in us, and he's growing us. And our, our purpose as a Christian is to become a disciple of Christ. And as we continue to grow in perseverance, what he's doing is he's maturing us in our faith. And that thankfulness is such an important part of that because it's saying, God, I am putting this in your hands and I know you're working. And so, God, I'm releasing my trust into you, completely into you, knowing that, you know what, it's, it's almost a different stance than just saying, oh, I trust God. It's different than just saying, well, I trust him because that's more of a, like, I trust that in the end it's going to work out. But when you say, I am thankful for what I'm going through, thankful for what God's doing right now, what you're also saying is that God is using this. Not just the end is going to be good, but God is using this specific thing for a specific purpose. God is doing something through this moment. So God, thank you for this moment. Romans 5, 3 and 4 says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. That's good. I want hope. Anybody else want hope? I want hope. You know, when this, when this purposely uh, is given to us because we have the opportunity to produce more perseverance, character, hope, God is giving us blessing in this alone. And that verse shares that, that we have the opportunity to see that hope because of what God's doing now. So three things that, like I said, we talked about Thanksgiving. Number one, is that it's an expression of gratitude. But the gratitude has got to be filtered the correct direction. It's a realization of who God really is, and it's a way of life. If I can have everybody just close your eyes in here, we're going we're to close up here pretty soon. If the prayer team wants to just get prepared uh, to come out, we have a, a prayer team that is able to pray with you guys. I just have a couple more things I'm going to say, and then we're going to open up to, to a time of, of response. If I can have Lori, if you wouldn't mind complaining, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mention that. A life of thanksgiving is more than just being grateful. It's more than just waking up and deciding, I'm going to be thankful today. What thanksgiving does is it positions you to receive from God. When you're thankful and you're grateful, what you're doing is you're kind of putting yourself in waiting for what it is that God has for you. You're positioning yourself or even posturing yourself to receive from God. If you can just picture that, that's why I wanted you to close your eyes right now. If you can picture yourself in the position to receive something. You know, as Christmas is coming and, and like I said, we've, maybe we've got ideas of things we want to buy our spouse or our kids or, or things that we want our spouse to buy us or whatever those kind of looks like. If you can picture somebody giving you a gift, you have to receive that, correct? There's, there's an act of receiving that. What Thanksgiving does is it positions you to receive what God is doing and what God has for you. See, I, I truly believe that God 
wants to do more in each, pla- in each person in this place. It's not an accident that you're here. It's not an accident that, that, uh, that God has designed this day to be the way it is. God, do- God doesn't do accidents. God does intentional. And so when, when we're going through things and he wants to do something in our life, that spirit of thanksgiving that we can have allows us to receive what it is that he has for us next. When we're caught up in, instead in the trials that we're going through or we're caught up in the things that are bothering us or we're too busy to, in looking past the things that he's done in our life already, we're looking past that, we're moving too fast to see what it is that God is doing. You know, the Bible talks so many times about us slowing down, getting to a quiet place. The Bible talked about the prophet that went up on the mountain, expecting to hear the Lord's voice. The earth shook, the fire came, thunder, thunder roared, everything like that you would expect the God Almighty to speak in. And his voice wasn't in that, any of that stuff, but it was in a soft whisper. So I want to take just a couple brief moments. What I've found myself doing in my own life lately is just finding intentional times to be silent. Put the phone on airplane mode if you need to. Turn off the radio. Turn things down, whatever it needs to be, so you can just be quiet and focus. Because God wants to speak to our life. God wants to speak into our life. God is doing a work. So I just want to take the next couple moments. Nobody's going to be looking around. This is, this is literally just a time to focus in on God. Number one, thank you. If you want to list off some things that you're thankful you can do that. What I want to encourage you is just when you don't have the words, just to start with that. Lord, thank you. Thank you that I get to be. <laughs> thank you, Lord, that I, I get to be a part of what I'm a part of. Thank you that I, I'm a blessed man. Thank you that I have a wife, that I've got kids. Thank you that I've got this difficult situation that you're doing something in. Let's just take that couple moments and we'll thank him. And then the second thing I want you to, to say is, God, what do you want to say to me? And one of, the, one of the things that has completely changed me is when I say that and then I just shut up. <laughs> we get so caught up and God, I, I need this. God, I want you to do this. I want to see you move in this area. And we kind of have a to-do list for God and that's how we approach him. Let's take some time this morning to just be in his presence say thank you and say, God, what are you speaking to me this morning?